Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Gons. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the concerns such reasons why people don't want to work with a financial professional or have a mentor maybe in their life around their finances. But before we get there, Alex, why don't we talk about what we're drinking? Yeah, so today we are drinking the Hazy IPA from Bailbreaker uh, Brewing. Uh, Bailbreaker is over in Yakima. Um, this is uh, release number six, and uh, um, it is 7.1% alcohol, 35 IBUs. And not uh, not a, uh, you know, some IPAs can have that harsh bitterness um, kind of finish. This doesn't have that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a, a hazy IPA, so it's a, a, going to be a good you know, lighter, uh, IPAs aren't exactly known for being light, but it's lighter on the IPA, uh, scale. And it, it's just a good summer beer. Yeah. We've had, that's kind of the, been <laughs> the explanation for the last couple of ones. I don't know. We actually didn't purposely choose <laughs> the last three or four episodes like that. We just went to uh, a couple of the breweries and, and chose them, but, uh, Again, I agree. It's a it's a solid summer beer. It's a nice finish. It's not harsh. It's I don't know. It has a refreshing taste to it. So I enjoy it myself, for sure. So let's let's transition back to the topic at hand here, Alex. So in our industry, right, as we're financial advisors, we you and I always joke about like when we're boarding a plane or we're on a plane. <laughs> And the person sitting next to you asks you, what do you do? If we're not in the mood to talk, we will tell that person that we're a financial advisor because we know that literally shuts down everything. Like immediately the person like turns the opposite direction and you can literally see their feet like start to move. Like they're literally trying to run away from us. <laughs> Most of the time it's, it's that they're afraid of being drawn into a conversation that they don't want to have for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. Part of it might just be the word about maybe us trying to talk to them about gaining their business. Maybe they don't want to talk about finances on a plane ride. You know, there's a whole host of reasons there, right? For sure. But and, that and also, and, and occasionally you get the person who's like, Oh, you're a financial advisor. Let me see how much free advice I can get over the next three hours. <laughs> I've had that person too. <laughs> and and it, it's one of those things where like, we only ever bring out the, oh, I'm a financial advisor if we're looking to be left alone. Yep. And so it's then it's just like, oh man, <laughs> this is Wrong not the conversation thing. I wanted to have. <laughs> so, but what's interesting about that. The reason we can say the the word financial advisor and most people run is is maybe experience that they've had with with someone in our industry, right? Um, maybe it's they just don't want to talk about money. Maybe they're worried about like sales pitch or or some version of that. Now transition that into there is a huge percentage, and I don't know the exact percentage off the top of my head, but there's a huge percentage of people in America that do not have a financial person or professional in their life. And I always, I, I understood it for a long time because I didn't have a financial professional in my life. Now I granted I was in my early twenties, maybe late twenties towards the end. But you know, at that time I, I, my concern was I didn't think I had the money to have a person. And then secondly, 
I didn't want someone to tell me what to do with my money. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. I know. <laughs> but that, that was me. But as we've had more and more conversations with people, I think it really all boils down to, and there's more reasons than this, but the top three that we normally get are, and we'll, I'll call one kind of ignorance is bliss. They don't really want to see what they look like financially. They don't want to look themselves in the mirror and they could look really good. They just don't want to look at it. They're afraid. I, it's the not wanting to step on the scale syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're afraid that it, they might be heavier than they thought. And that scares them, even though they might actually be in really good shape. Who knows? Right. Then there's the, the trust factor, which is huge, right? Because of different experiences that they've had with, with people in our industry, they, it might be an issue of, I don't trust that person. I don't know that they're going to take my best interest at heart. Yeah, and finding that trusted advisor is challenging for people. You're opening up about a taboo subject and something that you typically don't even necessarily talk about with family. How do you talk about that with a complete stranger? Yep. And then the last one is I'm too busy. Like the, I have the, I'm too busy mindset, which might incorporate the, the real reason might be actually they don't trust you or they don't want to know that that could be incorporated into that. Or it could just be, that's not where their focus is right now. It could be that they're afraid of how much time it will take to find someone to trust. And then they may not like what they see when they look at it. I think there kind of wraps up all of the, the things into one. And I don't know, for me, Alex, I'll, I'll speak for myself here. I get all of this. I mean, in some way, shape or form in some, at some point in my life, I could say all three of those was in my mind. Now, you know, this is a lot earlier in my lifetime and finances weren't a priority, right? Like I was barely married, didn't have kids, like from a experience standpoint, I just really wasn't ready for that conversation. But I think also as we are talking to more and more people in their forties, fifties, sixties, right. These are still their top concerns. And it's an issue, right? So, you know, one of the reasons we started this podcast, one of the reasons we're doing these things is just to open up that taboo around our industry, around money. I'm going to try to demystify it and, and like bring the conversations out into the light of day so that people aren't afraid to look at what they, you know, to see what they look like, to find someone that they trust, to, to have the I'm too busy mindset. Now, why should they care, Alex? So if, they, if they've got these three, if, I, if I'm a listener right now, I'm like, yeah, you're, you're right, Ryan and Alex. Like, I don't want to look at my finances or I don't know you, Ryan or Alex. So therefore, I don't trust you. You know, insert advisor name here, right? <laughs> sure. So why are we talking about this? Like, what's, what's the important piece here? And from my viewpoint, it's... It's not so much finding the person that's going to find you the, the best product for your finances. It's finding the person that can take an outside viewpoint, look at your finances and have biases aside that allows you, the investor, the person that's looking maybe for help, 
to make better decisions. And just to be able to have that conversation, like I had, you know, someone pick up the phone, who's a client of mine, give me a call and say, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Does it make sense? I, I, I want, I want to know what's the right move here. And, and it was trying to figure out like, Hey, you know, they had accumulated some credit card debt and we were trying to figure out like, okay, where do we pull dollars from to be able to, to tackle this? And they'd come up with two or three different ways and, and wanted my opinion on how do we go about doing it? That's the real value of an advisor is having somebody whom you have a close relationship with and a trusted relationship who knows your situation and is an expert in whatever field, you know, whatever aspect is um, and whatever aspect of finances you're, you're talking about. And there are plenty of times where my answer is, I can't speak intelligently to that, but let's talk through it together and let's figure out who the right person is to talk to. Yeah. And that's a huge piece here, right? Even you and I, right. For my family's own personal financial situation, there are times, many times that I pick up the phone and, or we, you and I hop on a zoom meeting and I'm bouncing ideas off of you. Most of the time, I'm pretty good at like where I should be going, but I'm still wanting to make sure that I'm not being ultra biased in some capacity that's not having me look at the situation that I should be looking at. Yeah. Right. A lot of times it's that refinance conversation that, that comes into play for a lot of people. Think about all the different financial decisions that a person makes in any given year. In, in any given year. Right. I'm not talking about financial decisions that say during a pandemic. <laughs> or, just, think about it over the course of a week. We, whether it's like how much groceries to buy, where to sock away your paycheck, how like all of just over a week time period, how many decisions do you make that involve money? And so that's the piece that we're trying to really drive home here is you don't have to be wealthy. And I'll define wealthy as like, I think a lot of people, when they say I've got a financial advisor, they're, they're waiting to talk to a financial advisor when they've got some amount of assets. And that, that might be a $500,000 figure. That might be a million dollar figure. Everyone's got their own perception of what that figure is. And there are advisors out there that work under that capacity. Meaning if you don't have X amount of assets, they won't work with you. Right. And there's other advisors out there that don't necessarily care about the assets. They just want to make sure that, that you're taking this as a priority and that you're easy to work with and you're, and you want to work with one another. Well, and and that so, they'll, they'll be able to create value from the relationship. Exactly. And so that's the big piece, you know, whether or not that's a quote unquote financial advisor or someone that you trust implicitly that has financial knowledge. And I'm not talking about financial knowledge as in they Google it every time. I'm talking about like <laughs> they do this for a living. And can talk intelligently off the top of their head about most topics. Exactly. Those are the conversations. Those are the people you want to work with. And I'll put it to you this way. Would you really want to take advice? And we made this joke before, but would you really want to take advice from someone that maybe is giving good advice, except from an asset perspective or just financial outlook, they're not financially set up yet. Or they're giving you great advice for someone who doesn't look like you. Right. 
So those are the key ingredients here. So we just wanted to get on here and have this conversation, open up the dialogue around this. This is the big push that Alex and I have in this, in this industry is make sure that we open up that dialogue. So Alex, I think that takes us to the question of the day. Uh, the question of the day for today is what's holding you back? So head over to beerandmoney.net and at the bottom of that page, uh, you can reach out to us with any questions, any ideas that may be popping up in your head that you would like us to speak about, or I, we are definitely uh, want to hear your feedback. Is there a major reason that should be in those top three as to why people aren't working with advisors? I'm genuinely interested in hearing that um, for that piece. And just so you're aware, Ryan, a, a quick Google search said that somewhere between 1% and 40% of <laughs> Americans work with a financial advisor. The consensus seemed to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 30 but yeah, I thought it was absolutely hilarious that it was just this massively wide margin. One and 40%. That goes back to the whole like Google, right? Like oh, Googling sure. your financial concerns or needs, like it's all over the map. So, and that was one of the reasons why I brought it up was because I thought that the results were so hilarious. So well, I think that's a perfect way to end the show. Uh, make sure you work with a professional. Obviously, build that trust. Ask for referrals, right? Ask who are, you, who are your friends, who are your, uh, someone that you look up to, who are they working with? As always, we hope this episode was valuable for you. And Mr. Collins, here's. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Quantified Financial Partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California 91711. Telephone 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burkle Air Insurance License Number 15319412, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924. Alexander Collins Air Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint Number 2021-123148. Expiration June 2023.